Welcome to the Natural Curiosity Podcast. We are live on YouTube and in our Facebook group with two shows, Wisdom Chats for the Curious and Daily Reset for Success. Be sure to visit our videos so you can see what we look like and be sure to say hi. Today's episode is the Daily Reset for Success. Now, enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to our show today. We're so glad that you're here. We're glad we're here too. Our Daily Reset for Success series is here to help all of us reset our lives so we can live a healthier, happier, more creative and prosperous life. Um, Today, we have our co-hosts, myself, Marion LaSalle, creator of Spotlight Productions. And we also have Lady Lou, the baby boomer babe, offering custom interviews. And today we have back with us for part two, Cesar Rincon. Good morning, Cesar. Good morning, ladies. How are you doing? Secrets to reboot your business. (laughs) Absolutely. We're ready to know that because so many folks are having challenges right now. This is a perfect time to reboot. Yes. So, yeah, no, it was it was a great uh, being on the show a couple of weeks ago and just super excited about what's going on. And especially that that um, I feel like we're coming out of the ice age where everything was frozen <laughs> and I starting to thaw out and, and, and there's life starting to to kind of come back to especially here in Texas. I don't know where people are watching from, but here in Texas, it seems like, you know, life is starting to slowly come back. You know, and if you watch the news, it's like, you know, doomsday. This is the worst thing that's ever happened to us. And people are being laid off and no one's working. Well, you know what? I'm here to tell you that if you want to work, there is work out there. There's work right here on your computer at home home. You do not have to go and put yourself out there where you feel uncomfortable or, you know, you're doing a job that you don't want to do. There's a lot of different things that you can do. You can pump up your business. You can start a brand new business, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, it's, uh, it's been amazing to watch this kind of renaissance, like, (laughs) Everything's starting to go back to normal, and and like you said, Marianne, you know it's interesting. There's no normal here, okay, Cesar? Come on. <laughs> yeah, well, you it's know, it's better than normal. I think you know it's interesting because I think this this whole you know situation uh, really puts a lot of things into perspective. You know, yes. Um, you know, we've been very fortunate. For example, with children, we've been very fortunate. Our children are a little bit older, 16, 18, and twenty. So they've been pretty self-sufficient when it comes to schoolwork. You know, they they do their work, they're in their rooms. Quite frankly, I don't even know what's going on. We just know they're, the grades are there and they're they're doing what they're doing, right? Um, and and we trust them and they're, they've always been good students and so forth. So, um, so it puts, you know, parenting into perspective. It puts, you know, how much time we spend on the roads into perspective. It puts, uh, it puts, um, it puts a lot of things into perspective when we've been pretty much on lockdown for, for so long, you know, it, it wasn't like a weekend, you know, like the hurricane or something, you stay home for the weekend. And then I was thinking about that yeah. the other day. I thought, you know, there's been several times when I've been, you know, having to stay home with no electricity or whatever, but it's been a very short period of time. Right. It's never been this long, you know? Right. Yep. 
Well, and, and you know, there's been two types of people during this pandemic, right? The people who did something good with it and then the people who've just been on vacation, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we talked about that last time where we all took a few days, maybe a week, right, right. <laughs> to just like chill out. But then it was time to let's get back to work. Let's reboot our business. Let's start a new business. Let's do something. Don't don't just sit there, right? No one right. wants to atrophy. Yes. So, you know, following up on the on the on the conversation from last time, you know, we, we were talking about 10 secrets. Uh, I think we covered till number five. Mm -hmm. So I say we pick it up at number six and number six is to to get organized. OK, um, one of the challenges in business is that as small business owners, we're very scattered. We tend to be scattered because we wear multiple hats. Yeah. And so, you know, and, and I like to say in, in a physical word, you're the janitor, you're the doorman, you're the accounting person, you're, you, you do everything, right? And so one of the challenges is that um, as individuals, and especially, you know, most people who are watching this are solopreneurs or small business owners. Uh, one of the biggest challenges is kind of like being a cook at a busy restaurant, right? You've got five things, five irons on the fire, and we tend to not advance as much as we could because we're doing a little bit here and a little bit here and a little bit there. And so when it comes to time management, one of the things I learned early on um, was the concept of batching your tasks, right? Yeah. So, because a lot of people will make one phone call here and then send an email there and then, you know, post something here and then post something there. And they just kind of going around in circles. Um, I used to make a lot of sales calls. And so I used to, drive all over from Houston and I'd, I'd go to my office in, in the basically central Houston, then drive to the Woodlands to a meeting, then drive to Katy to a meeting, then drive back to, you know, spring or up north to a meeting, then another meeting in Pasadena and then drive back to Houston in the wow. same day. Yeah. And, oh. and so when I learned this concept of batching, you know, whether it's, you know, in, in, in the virtual world, you know, try to batch your task. If you have phone calls to make, you know, make five, six, 10 phone calls, block out an hour to make those phone calls and check them off the list and then send the emails another time. And then, you know, and if you're, and once you get back into the normal world where you're out and about, if your business uh, requires it, is to be able to uh, geographically, and depending on where you are, geographically uh, organize your appointments. You know, sometimes when I'm talking to people and they want to meet with me face to face, I say, what side of town are you in? And they're like, OK, I'm in northwest Houston, for example. And I'll say, OK, great. Let me make a note of that. And then when I know that I'm going to be in that area, I'll give you a call. And that way we can figure it out instead of driving all over town, you know, um, because we spend a lot of time in the car. So I think that's very important. And then from a from an office standpoint, I learned very early on a place for everything and everything in its place. Right. Cesar, I have yeah. to, I have to time out. You are a very exuberant man and you like the hand gestures and everything, but every time you touch your, your computer or something that like a desk, it bounces, it's banging. Yeah. It bounces. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's cheap, okay. I, I, actually, I have a cheap desk. Oh yeah. It's, it's coming through loud and clear. <laughs> I'll keep my hands to myself. I won't. There you I won't. go. Oh, yeah. 
Well, don't forget, we do have an audience that just listens to us in with earbuds in their cars and you know when they're oh, out. so the the okay, got it, got the it. The audio is very important. Listen, yes. we are we are hearing you loud and clear, and we love it. We love your your animation. It's exciting. I know when you come on to our show or you show up to a networking event in the past, everybody's excited because you have a presence about you and we know we want to listen. It's it's one of those things. We want to hear what you have to say because what you say is really important and it will help us. Thank you. So, yes. So I'm not complaining. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, no, no. I get You know what? It's interesting because these are, see, so these are what, you know, kind of a little bit off target. It's um, what we call our blind spots, right? Um, oh. The way the, the sound is connected, I don't hear myself. Uh-huh. Uh, right. So when I'm That's banging I, and I have earphones, so I'm, I can barely right. hear the banging here. That's right. Yeah. But it picks it up. So, yeah. So I appreciate that. Yeah. And I've, I'm, I'm actually changing my microphone setup soon so I don't have to. So I can bang all I want. <laughs> we have some audience members yeah. and uh, ba- uh, Steve Baker's in the audience, and he is trying to get himself organized and reboot his business. Not reboot it. He's been in business for how many years, Steve? Many. Okay, many years, and he wants to take to take it to the next level. So reboot, take it to the next level, start something new. We're excited. Yes, absolutely. Oh, my. So give us another tip, Savar, one of those secrets. So Ooh, so another tip secret. is to, to you know, in, when you're doing your organization, is create a follow-up list. Yeah. Because most business never gets completed because the seller, the person, you know, and, and again, every business is sales, right? If it's a business, if there's a there's revenue being generated, somebody's selling something and somebody's buying something. Okay. So most business is never completed because of lack of follow-up. Oh. Okay. I have a very simple philosophy. This used to happen to me all the time. When I started uh, selling airtime uh, for the radio stations, I would go visit a client and they would say the usual, and I was very green. They would say the usual um, well, we'll let you know, well, we have to think about it or whatever. Right. And I have that type of personality where I'm just like two hours later, I forgot that I even went to see the other person. <laughs> right. I, I have the, depending on how you, you know, which personality types you, you study or whatever. I'm a, I like the colors. I'm a blue. Right. And so I'm just like the very, very blue where I'm like, you know, banging on the desk and all that. <laughs> And and so I would forget to follow up. I literally would have an appointment and then I would forget to follow up. And and because they just didn't buy or we didn't set the next appointment, right? Yeah. Which is another uh, you know little tip. Always book a meeting from a meeting. Always schedule the next one, okay? Even if it's 6 months ahead of time. Like you when you go to the dentist, right? They, you go to the dentist and then they give you your appointment even if it's for 6 months from now. Mm-hmm. You always want to book that appointment. But anyway, a following up. So what would happen to me is that I would let's go out visit, you know, Joe's donut shop. And they're like, well, we're going to think about it. You know, we have your card. We'll let you know. I'm like, OK, great. Let me know. We're here for you. And I would forget about it. three, four months later. I would hear Joe's donut shop on the radio on another <laughs> radio station. <laughs> like, Oh, man, I should have called them. 
And whose fault was it? See, what I did was I I, I prepared the land and then somebody Where's else my came pencil? in. Where's my pen? I got to follow up with Cesar. I forgot. He has, he owes me an ad. I, exactly. And I got to follow up with you both. Exactly. See how that happens? It is going to happen. But if we, if neither one of us follows up and nudges the other person, you know, and, and so what could have happened with Joe's donut shop? It's not that they didn't like me or anything like that. Maybe that was the case, but no, what, what most that. likely yeah. happened is they got busy making donuts every morning they lost my business card. Yeah. And then one day, another guy just happened to go get some coffee, said, hey, you know, you should advertise on the radio. And the guy said, yeah, I'd love to do that. Let's do it. And boom. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's our responsibility in our business to no follow up and 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 follow up. And a friend of mine says, you follow up till they buy or they die. <laughs> Because or they block you, <laughs> or they block you, or they or they ask you, hey, never call me again, right? Um, well, you're developing a relationship, even though you're following up. Yes, and and so a couple of things on follow up because sometimes people ask me, hey, you know, what's what's follow up and what is harassing or hounding, right? Um, so so here's a couple of things. Um, one of them is a reasonable time. Okay, you know, every month or so, if you send out a newsletter, I don't endorse any uh, follow-up systems. I always encourage people to find their own, but you know, an email newsletter, a constant contact monkey, something monkey, you know, one of those, uh, MailChimp, <laughs> that one, uh, you know, something, and I don't use one, okay? But I encourage to use something like that where you have an email, a newsletter or something that you send out. Another great program that I, I've used before, I don't endorse it, I'm not a member or anything like that, is send out cards. OK, uh -huh. where you can set up a, a, a recurring, you know, every couple of months. Hey, how you doing? Or the birthday card or things like that. Great programs. Uh -huh. um, but most importantly, if you're making phone calls to follow up, have a reason to follow up, have something of value to follow up. And for example, let's suppose you're selling widgets. Right. And and you would call somebody and say, hey, Marianne, you know, it's SR just calling to let you know. I know you still, you know, not not in the market for whatever, but just wanted to let you know there's an upcoming program that we're going to be doing and just wanted to let you know that we're doing that. I know you're not ready right now, but just wanted to let you know, just kind of have a reason to follow up because most of the time people follow up, but they just say, hey, Marion, how's it going? Good. Hey, hey, did you decide on the on, on attending our course? You have nothing of value to offer, right? Uh, so <laughs> I love that. Um, so that's very important that we follow up. And and it's interesting because, you know, when I was managing, well, when I was managing the television station and even with my advertising agency, a media companies would come to me to offer their channel, right? So that I would consider them for my clients advertising. And they would call me once and say, hey, this is, you know, Joe Smith from channel, whatever. OK, great. Yeah. They would even come for an appointment. And I didn't have anything to buy from them at that very moment. Right. They might say, hey, we have this special promotion for the 4th of July, you know, like, OK, great. If I have something, I'll let you know. But but then he didn't come back in August or September, October. I just never heard back from them. Literally. And it happens all the time, all the time. So. 
following up, having a system, something that they can that that you that you can stay consistent because I believe people buy when they're ready, not when we're wanting to sell. Okay. So here's yes. the other perspective. The person mm -hmm. that you're trying to sell to. Now let's take look at from their eyes. Okay. You come in all hot and heavy and you've got something to sell and you're so excited and, and you're, you know, you're going to do this and you're going to do that. And, and uh, they're thinking, you know, I need to think about it. And then you go away and you never follow up. What does that tell them? Exactly. They're not important. They don't, you don't care about me. You only right. wanted it for the money. You don't really, I mean, we've got to figure out a follow-up system. You remember right. Russ Johns? Mm -hmm. Russ Johns and I came up with this great follow-up program and we were going to help people follow up because we know how important it is. Right. And unfortunately, due to circumstances beyond anybody's control, kind of like that coronavirus thing, right. something happened and we had to drop that. But I have forgotten how important it is. I went on to something else and just like you, I'm, I must be a blue because I've got all these other things going on and I forgot to follow up. Yep. And how important that is, because I know I feel that way. If somebody just, you know, runs up to me and I have this for sale and then you never hear from them again. It's like, what happened to you? Do you, you didn't like me or you, you were only in it for the money? Right. And and I agree. I, I talk about it in my book where people almost because remember, whenever you're selling something, you're excited, but they're busy running their business, their life. Right. And guess what? over the years, they've had that experience again, where people come in, they're hot and heavy about something, and then they disappear. So they think you're also going to disappear. So a lot of times, what I figured out is a lot of times they're actually putting you to the test. By uh -huh. delaying, they're putting you to the test to see if you're for real. Oh, that's a big one, Cesar, because you know, a lot of people do that. Mm -hmm. Do you have a wanna... book near you? A book? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and where can people buy your book? Uh, on Amazon. They can just go on Amazon. Secrets um, to Sales Success. And you have your follow-up program in there? Well, I talk about it. It's, it's one of the mm -hmm. one of the chapters that I discuss follow-up. And, uh, and definitely it's something that it's, wow. it's the secret sauce. And, and it's interesting because I am not great at follow-up. Okay. We have to know what our strengths and weaknesses are. In my case, I am really I developed the other skills so well that follow up wasn't all that necessary. When I was in advertising, about 80 percent of my sales were made on the first visit. Wow. That is not common. OK. And now it doesn't mean that I literally walked out with a check, but I walked out with a commitment or an understanding that they were going to do that. But it wasn't always that way. When I started, maybe one out of five. And then I got better learning other skills, learning to ask better questions, learning to ask situational questions. If I did this, would you do this? You know, and, and so I would I was able to get start a meeting with a completely you know new person or prospect and have the conversation and really dig to see what they needed. And then at the end of the meeting, eight out of ten times, I would walk out with a commitment. Okay, great, let's do this. We're going to start in June. You're Sorry. banging again. Yeah, it's because it's I have a really good microphone. Ah, <laughs> ah okay. Sorry. Uh. <laughs> so, um, 
And so, so anyway, so yes, absolutely. You want to have a follow-up system because, you know, people just get busy. People forget. And okay, it may okay, not so let's talk time. about that then, because I think that's so important that we really need to give them some, some way to do that. Okay. So if you can't afford to hire somebody to follow up, because I, I, honestly, that's how I got a lot of things. That's how a lot of people got money out of me is their follow-up. Okay. And I know it and I saw it happening and I, I witnessed it. I was in it and I still bought. Okay. So if you can't afford to do that, because what they would do is they would have their assistants call me. Okay. After the third time I was like, yep. Yeah, okay. Let's just make the decision. Let's do it. Okay. I was on the fence. You know, they kept giving me incentives, calling me, calling me the third time. Okay. Let's do this. So if they can't afford to hire an assistant to call you, what's the next best way to follow up with somebody? So, I mean, I guess it would depend. I, I think there are several touch points, okay? There's a great book uh, by a gentleman who passed away not too long ago uh, by Chet Holmes. The book is called The Ultimate Sales Machine, okay? It's a great book. I highly recommend it when people ask me, you know, what's a, what's a, good book to build a business. It's called The Ultimate Sales Machine by Chet Holmes, C-H-E-T-H-O-L-M-E-S. I wow. don't get a dime for it or anything like that. But in his book, he talks about the Hot 100 uh, or a concept called the Hot 100, where basically you pick out 100. And this is on a business to business uh, situation, right? You pick out a target of 100 companies or 100 prospects that you want to get them to buy your product or service. And then you design a strategy where, you know, you're going to you lay out a calendar and basically, you know, the first Monday of the month, I'll call them. And then the third month, they, the, you know, the third Wednesday of the month, I don't know, whatever layout sca a staggered, um, you send them an email or you send them a card or you send them a gift or whatever it is. It's obviously going to depend on, a couple of things. One is what you're selling so that the, the action or the interaction is appropriate. And also on the sales cycle, you know, mm -hmm. uh, one of the things I talk about in advertising, it, which is also advertising is just mass salesmanship is understanding the buyer awareness cycle, because what, what does the buyer awareness cycle mean? It means how long between deciding or being having some sort of interest in what you're selling and actually making a decision. So let me give you an example. We were talking about Chick-fil-A earlier, right? So if you're driving to work and you hear a commercial for Chick-fil-A and you didn't have breakfast that morning, you might make a U-turn or make a pit stop and buy. So the, the, the buyer awareness cycle was short mm -hmm. because you eat about every four, five, six hours. So you don't have to hear 500 Chick-fil-A doesn't have to follow up with you 500 times. They just have to catch you at the right time. Okay. Now there's other things like buying a home, which is typically a longer sales cycle. Typically, as I shared with you, I think last week, I don't know if on or off camera, I've, I'm, I've developed a marketing program for my, my family members who are in real estate and I'm, I'm getting involved myself. And one thing that I found is as we're interviewing potential home buyers is that they've been thinking about it for about a year and a half. Oh, okay. And they started working on their credit and they started looking around. And, and so it's a, it's a long sales cycle. 
And right now, it's like, it's interesting because right now we're starting to figure out our follow-up program because we've interviewed almost 400 uh, people who are interested in buying a home. They don't all qualify right now. But what am I going to do with the 390 that are not buying right now? That's the secret because mm -hmm. eventually they can all buy. Yeah, never give up on a, a customer. Absolutely, they they need you, and they know you need they need you. But sometimes they don't know how to stay in touch with you. Exactly, and and and, and as they say, the burden of proof is on me to yeah. make sure that I provide value to them, that I stay in touch with them, call them once a quarter if needed. You know, uh, you know, figure out how because like literally last night I was we just started this a couple months ago, February, February, March, and April, we ran three little advertising campaigns. We have over 400 inquiries. We've, we've been able to reach about 100 of them. We've met with about 25 of them. And right now there's about eight or nine contracts in place that we've turned those into, into sales. The challenge is the other 390. <laughs> because they're all going to buy because they all inquired to buy a home. Mm -hmm. And and one of the things I talk about is very important to to distinguish that when people inquire about your product or service, whether it's coaching, whether it's business exposure, whatever it is, they're asking for that service. I always say if somebody calls about buying a home, they're not calling to see if we sell uh, uh, tractor trailer tires. They're calling because they want to buy a home oh, and whether yeah. they buy it now or in a year and a half or two or five years, they're eventually going to buy a home and they're going to buy it from somebody. And hopefully we can stay in front of them long enough so that they call us and they don't even have to try or call anybody else. Oh, yeah. So, and, and it's and, a system. Yeah. You, you've got to have a follow up system and especially if it's a scalable business. You know, interestingly enough, for me in my advertising business, I'm very open. My advertising, I don't have a big follow up system because I don't want 500 clients. <laughs> I don't because the way my business is built, it's, you know, it's a more I don't want to say select, but it's a, it takes a special kind of advertiser for mass media advertising budget wise and everything else. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to grow to have 500 clients. That's not my goal. My goal is to have a good, steady business and help those businesses grow, right? Yeah. Uh -huh. But if you're in a in a business that has volume or that has an end, see the challenge in advertising with, with uh, if I get a client and I do a good job, I can keep that client for 10 years. Uh -huh. I don't need to replace that client, right? But in real estate, the minute we go to the closing table, we have to start over again. We have to find next. Them. And the next, next. and the next. But there oh, are referrals from right. those okay. buyers. That, that's what I was going to say. Hopefully, we 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 get referrals, but we can't count on referrals, right? Right. We have to be able to generate our own business. The referrals is the cherry on top. Yes. Um, so so that's what I'm actually going through right now. It's like, literally last night I'm like, okay, I got to figure something out because otherwise it's just going to be, you know, we can't just work with the buyers that are ready to buy now. We have to seed. We have to um, plow the land, put the seeds in, and keep watering because they all eventually buy. So that's true. That's yep. true. Uh, wow, we have three minutes left. Do you have another tip oh, for really? us? I yeah. know how does it just goes so fast when he's here. 
Okay, so I'm going to jump to the last one. Um, there, there's a couple, you know, number number eight, I think, is is just get good at closing the sale. And we have to do another show on that if I may self-invite myself. Yes, we'll be happy to have you back. Yes. <laughs> but here, here's the thing, and I, I mentioned it, the cherry on top. Over-deliver. Okay, see, most people under-deliver. Most people do barely enough just to get... The, the to deliver on their promise, right? But most people, like you said, Marianne, they don't follow up. And so people expect you not to follow up. People expect you to do a um, an average job. So anytime you can, figure out a way to do the cherry on top, okay? And what does the cherry on top mean? It means, you know, like the baker's dozen, right? Hey, I order, I'll give you an example. A couple nights ago, my daughter, 9.30 at night, everybody had dinner. We all had staggered dinners because everybody's on a different eating schedule. So 9.30 at night, she um, she says, hey, I want pizza. So I called Domino's and boom, they delivered the pizza. But what did they do? They just delivered the pizza. What if the Domino's guy, the franchise owner from Domino's, threw in a couple of the little brownie bites that they have or just a little extra? that I wasn't expecting, okay? We call it, my, my former boss at the TV station, Jim Kalmanson, he calls it the plus one, okay? Mm -hmm. What can you do in your business to have that little extra, okay? If you ship, you know, physical products, what if you put in a couple of, of breath mints? Like, hey, yeah. here's a little extra, you know? Oh, what yeah. if, yeah, what if you do a bonus session instead of the, the, the consultation being 30 minutes, you make it 45 minutes, you know, and, and catch them off guard and say, hey, you know what? Let's let's just go a little extra. Let's do another 45. Let's let's do so whatever it is, but do a little bit more than they're expecting. Because um, people are used to expecting barely what they have. If if anything, they're expecting a little bit less than what they're paying for. Mm -hmm. So if you do just a little bit more, you're gonna stand out and you're gonna you're gonna win fans. So I, I, would, I would definitely say that do that little extra. That's the biggest secret of all because people do like to feel special. Yes. And that, may, oh, look what he did for me. It's what's in it for me Correct. so often. And that's such a tiny, tiny little thing to do. Thank you, Cesar. Oh, we, we, let's do part three, shall we? Let's do it. We'll get you scheduled right away. I think there's, oh, you're a wealth of information. Thank you. Thank you for coming today. And we thank our audience for being here. And thank you, Marion, for all of your good works and your questions and your uh, comments. And of course, Marion is our chief technical person. We love her for that. She keeps us on the air. And thank you, everyone. We'll see you soon, Bazaar. I'll soon. be in touch with you and we'll reschedule and have right. another wonderful session like this. Don't so forget all of the links that we have is they're down in the description down below so that you can reach out to Cesar. He's got a wonderful book. He's got he's got advice. He's got all kinds of wonderful things. And he just started a new business. We we really need to talk about that in, in part three, how you were able to in this in this time this start time. a brand new business yes and well, it's there for a lot of people they just don't know what to do and i think listening to you and getting your input can help so many so thank you again for being here My and pleasure. thank the audience we love you all
Are you an entrepreneur or business owner? If you said yes, check out our Natural Curiosity Business Mastermind. We are online using Zoom video chat, meeting every week. You will find support, training, and lifelong friendships. I encourage you to visit patreon.com slash natural curiosity and get the support that you want now. Thank you for joining us for today's show. Remember, it's our pleasure to bring you interesting co-hosts and topics. So, connect with us often. We're looking forward to the next time we're together. Bye for now.